podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the AVFC Stato Preview Show with myself, Dan Bardell, and Dale, the AVFC Stato from Twitter. He's not just from Twitter, he's around in other places as well, but we mainly know him for what he does on Twitter. This show is sponsored by Luke Roper. If you want to get 20% off everything they have to offer, then the code is TVV20. There's a new range out, I believe. So yeah, go and check that out and get 20% off using our code. Dale, Stato, how are you? Yeah, all good, all good. I'm looking forward to another another um, edition of the um, uh, the Unai the Unai Emery saga uh, this weekend. See what he can pull off against Bournemouth, who we've not had a good record against recently. So, um, yeah, yeah, all good. Yeah, Villa in decent form, seven points from the last nine available. We played a newly promoted side under under Unai Emery yet. I feel like we haven't. Have we not? Is this the first one? Yep. Oh, great knowledge from me. Unbelievable at this time of night after very little sleep. Let's get the first stats up then. And as always, we start with Aston Villa because, of course, that's the team we all support. So Adam's just wheeling up his software now. There we go. Ollie Watkins has 13 goal contributions this season in the Premier League with nine goals and four assists. That's already matched his tally from last season, which was 11 goals and two assists. So I felt the assists actually in some way, Dan, They've been overlooked a little bit this season. His goal contributions have been good. And the good news for us is he's in good form. And there's still a huge portion of the season left. Yeah, with his slow start, wasn't it? I was Steven Gerrard. I think he got one goal under Gerrard and no assists. Unsurprising. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so four of his goals uh, this season have come at home against Brentford, Liverpool, Leicester and Arsenal. And then the other five have come away against Palace, Southampton, Man City, Everton and West Ham last time out. Uh, three of those goals have been headed goals uh, as well. Four have been with right foot and two with left. So he's scoring all kinds of goals, which is good. Um, in his first season at Villarreal, got 19 goal contributions. Okay. So he needs another six at the season to tie that record, which I think he might do. And there's a bit of a quiz question for you here. So only four players in Premier League history for Villa have only... Tw- have over 20 goal contributions in a single season in the Premier League for Villa. Can you name them? You know, when I said earlier to you before we came on that I think I know what you might ask me and I'm prepped. It was not that. It's not, yeah. not, not what you've asked me at all. So Dwight York's got to be one. Yeah, it's a Dwight York um, twice. Is that two? As... Have I still got three more to get then? No, you've only got two more to get. Oh, so more to get. Uh, Dwight York, 95-96, has got... 27 goal contributions in 35 games. Yeah. Uh, 17 goals and 10 assists. And then the next season, he got 23 goal contributions. I assume Benteke in his first season, because he, he was near 20, if I recall, and I'm imagining he got a few assists as well. So yeah. Benteke must be one. 2012, 2013, 23 goal contributions, 19 goals and four assists. Yeah, the, the glory years under Paul Lambert. We all and the last one is going to be the hardest one. Premier League only is this? Yeah. Is a hard one, you're correct. I'm not feeling overly confident with this one. I don't think it's Gabby. You know who I think he is? I think it's Ashley Young. Ah, oh, you nailed it. Yeah, Ashley Young, 2007, 2008. Yeah. 22 goal contributions, 8 goals, 14 assists. 
Yeah, because he got lots of assists. He got how 14 assists was that? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been the season I would have called. I remember him getting a lot of assists, and I thought he must be somewhere near double figures in that season. There we go. Checking as well, checking as well. And in the championship, two players got over 20 assists, uh, as 20 goal contributions in the season. So Tammy was one. Who was the other? I'm torn between two people there. I'm torn between Adoma and Kodja. It's neither of those two. Did it neither of them? No. Really? Because yeah. that, that's the two top scorers gone from from those two yeah. from those two seasons. Connor? Nope. Connor either. I'd he wasn't no with way. us in the promotion season. Snodgrass? Snodgrass got 20 goal contributions in a season. I don't remember him scoring that many. He must have got a hell of a lot of assists then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the number of enemy. I didn't write it down. But yeah, Snodgrass. Oh, it was all good. I almost fail then is if you didn't like that I'd done well, so you had to throw something else in there that you thought I thought I wouldn't get right because I've I'd always got something in the in the mastered, back, sure. I'd mastered <laughs> what, the ones you didn't think I'd get. So you threw something else in there to trip me up and make me look silly. I got one I was, more for the next one. Oh great. I was unfor- I felt I was unfortunate there. That was a, it was an unfortunate one. But what can you having a great says, you know, if he gets those twenty goal contributions in the Premier League. That's right there, in, in my opinion. If you say Dwight York and Benteke, they're probably the two best strikers I've seen play for Villa. I, I would say, you know, if Watkins yeah. is getting in and around that, you, you, you've got to say he'd, he'd be up there. He's having a really good season, especially when you factor in what you said at the start of it was such yeah. a slow start under Stephen Gerrard with with his output. Unai Emery's done absolute wonders for him, so it's a fair play. Adam, yeah. you could wheel out the next stat, please. There it is. Oh, look at him. He's ready. He's firing. He's ready to go. With nine goals so far this season, Ollie Watkins can become the first Villa player to reach double figures in three consecutive top-flight campaigns since Christian Benteke in 2012-13 to 2014-15. So, did I read that right? I think Did I say two or did I say three? I don't know what I said. It was three. Anyway, yeah, three great seasons from Benteke in front of goal. Ollie Watkins special today, Dale. Yep, yep. I thought I'd um, I'd shine a light on him because he's doing so well. Uh, yeah, so the first since Benteke, um, he can become the sixth Aston Villa player to do it overall in Premier League history. So just three in a row? Um, yep. Six? Six have Six. scored? What was the qu- I've forgotten what the, qu- what the question is. Uh, so the Villa players to reach double figures in three consecutive top flight seasons for Aston Villa. Dwight York. Dwight York, 1995. A 1996 and 1997 to 98, yeah. So it's double figures in three consecutive seasons? Yep. How many? Six people? Uh, I know Watkins will be the sixth, so five. Just, just goals, sorry? Just goals. Dwight York. Dean Saunders? No. Dean Saunders was the first to do it, yeah, 1992, 1993, 1994. I was, I was, four, I was four. I rushed into that and I, I wasn't 100% convinced by it. Gonna go Dion. I said Dion's the only person who scored ten goals in three seasons, but they weren't consecutive. Come on, Dion, do better. You've got to do yeah, more there. Not good enough. Not good enough. I don't think it's I don't feel like it's Angel. No. It's Gabby one. Yep. It's Gabby t- t- 2009. How many have I got left to get? Two. Two more. It one's obvious. You say that. Well, you say it's obvious. Is it obvious? It's not obvious. Yeah. It's not obvious Benteke. to me. 
Oh, Benteke. Yeah, Benteke. 2012, 2013, 2014. I, I wasn't calling you an idiot then, by the way. I was calling myself. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, would have, I, would have, I would have tweaked that eventually. One more. Yeah. One more. Hmm. I said it's not Angel, and you said that that was right, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Top flight. Who haven't I said? He's bigger he's... than me, and he's bigger than you. Oh, John Carew. Come on, Daniel. Yeah, yep. fair play. Again, I wasn't hundred percent convinced he would have got he'd have got ten in three seasons, but obviously, obviously he did. Yeah, so he got ten uh, the same season that Gabriel Wangler did. So two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, they're a good partnership. They both got ten each in three in three seasons. Yeah, that's the dream. And you've got both your strikers getting getting in double figures. Okay, well, I didn't yeah. do quite as well on that one. But, you know, I love a quiz. You know, I love a quiz. He's late. Yeah. Lack of sleep, as I pointed out at the start. If I was, if I was in full match fitness, I think I would have, I would have got there and, and got all those. But, yeah, fair play. I enjoy a quiz, like, like I say. So keep them coming because that's something I really yeah. enjoy. Let's look at our opponents then this weekend. It is Bournemouth, who Dan mentions Villa don't have a great record against. Bournemouth beat Liverpool 1-0 last time out their sixth Premier League win of the season. They are yet to win back-to-back games in the competition this campaign. We love stuff like this, Dale, because you know what this means. It sets us up for a com- complete fall. Not surprised at that, though, with, with only six weeks, six weeks, six wins, sorry, that they've they've not managed to get the, the back-to-backs. They'll probably look at this as a, a semi-decent opportunity with Villa's home form hasn't been scintillating. Yeah. I put that stuff on Twitter early in the week and, you know, there's some just meltdown in the comments like, oh, typical Villa, Villa, you know, you know uh, the gift with the door and like just own oh. Villa, like open no, the door and stuff. I, I will think... say, we, I feel like we've bounced, we've, we've not, we've not been so bad with, when we've done these shows and bad things have come out and we've thought, oh, yeah. here we go. I feel like it's not happened more often than not. Uh, yeah, so their record following a win this season is played five, drawn two and lost three. But mm. it's a bit, I said, beat Villa in the first game of the season. I remember it well. Everyone remembers that, don't they? And then they lost to Man City. Uh, They beat Nottingham Forest, drew to Newcastle. Beat Leicester, drew to Fulham. Beat Everton, uh, lost to Chelsea. And then beat Wolves and lost to Man City. So, you know, it's not easy games they're coming up. You know, they're meant to lose those games. But if you look at their record in the last five games in the Premier League, it's actually pretty decent. Um, They drew to Newcastle, one all at home. Uh, they beat Wolves away 1-0. Uh, they lost to Man City, lost to Arsenal, and then beat Liverpool. So it's not like it's a bad run they're on. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Then. Let's let's do the second Bournemouth yeah. stat then, please, Dale. What have you got for us? I say, Dale, what have you got for us? Like, you're in control of this. Adam's in control of it, isn't it? Isn't it? Bournemouth have scored exactly twice in each of their last four Premier League meetings with Aston Villa wing both games at Villa Park 2-1 in that run. I remember both those games. Actually, one was the relegation season, wasn't it? And the other was the season when we came up and Tom Heaton on his home debut, probably for the well, first time in his life, just decided to run off his lawn and just take Callum Wilson out. So, yeah. So, they've got had a couple of good days at Villa Park, haven't they? Yeah, they won the last four in the Premier League. Our last... Our last win against uh, Bournemouth was the Rudy Gusted one. And that's our own, yeah, and that's our only win in the last five. And we lost uh, the next four. Um, uh, the last time Villa won at home against Bournemouth in the league was in 1972. And that was in Division 3. But granted, we've only played them 10 times in our history. Okay. Um, 
and we did beat them at home in um, Villa Park in the league in the FA Cup in 2015 with goals from Carlos Hill and Andy Byman. Oh, I do remember. I do remember that guy. I remember. I remember. I was when Delford just on a new contract, I think, and he was wheeled out to, to celebrate his, oh, his, yeah. his new deal. But I think it was that game anyway. I feel. I feel like. I feel like it was. I wasn't alive in the 70s when Villa last beat Bournemouth at home. Me neither. I'm sure Adam remembers it very, very well. <laughs> Adam. Let's finish then with the peak Villa section. Here it comes. Aston Villa have won just two of their last 10 Premier League games against promoted sides and are winless in their three such games this season. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't, doesn't surprise me. My, my neighbours just decided to start having a party, which is great news when, when I want to go to bed. So, <laughs> yeah, that first peak Villa. I, do, I feel like we're struggling against newly promoted sides for a while. Yeah. Uh, so this season we played, we lost to Bournemouth on the first day. Uh, we drew to Nottingham Forest and then lost the 3-0 to Fulham, uh, all under Steven Gerrard. And the last one was his last game. Yeah. And then last season we lost both games to Watford. We drew one and lost the other against Brentford. And then we uh, won both games against Norwich. Yeah, so unless it's Norwich, we've not been very good against promoted teams. Not that was what I thought you were going to ask me. Who were who were those two wins against? And I assumed oh. they were both against Norwich because we beat them both twice last Norwich, season. Yeah. yeah, newly promoted sides. Unless it's Norwich, Villa largely haven't wanted to know over the last few years, which is is, is very strange. I remember a couple of wins in in lockdown. We beat we beat Fulham a couple of times in the lockdown season. We beat West Brom yeah. actually in the lockdown season as well when Dirty Bertie Traore scored that lovely goal. Oh. I love one of the best goals of the season for Villa. That was, but generally, I do feel like it has been a struggle against newly promoted sides. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling relatively confident going into Saturday. I think Bournemouth have picked up some decent results recently, but I would expect us, well, I'd hope that we'd have too much for them at home. Of course, Tommy Elphick is assistant manager for Bournemouth now, so he'll be standing on the on the sideline. Recent former Villa player, not often that that will have happened. But yeah, you you feeling confident there? So I am. The one thing that worries me is the height. So mm. our last game we gave away, was it 12 corners? Yeah, I was worried every corner West Ham put in. And well. I feel like if we do that on Saturday, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think, I think, I think we'll be okay. I, th- I thought we actually dealt with the corners relatively well, although I was nervy. I didn't feel like Villa were, Villa were nervy with the, with the corners coming in. But yeah, they looked against Liverpool. They, they looked quite dangerous from set pieces. Yeah. It was interesting as well, six foot five, Luke. Billing was was taking the corners as well, and they still had some some big players yeah. in there. But we, they caused us massive problems from set pieces in the reverse fixture they when, did, when yeah. they played us on the first game of the season. But I don't I, th- I don't think Kiefer Moore will play at the weekend. I don't feel like he spent much time on the pitch recently. I don't know whether he's injured. I should probably find that out. But he we made him look like he was the best striker in the world the first game of the season. So I don't really want to see him on, on the pitch again. I imagine, I imagine Concer and uh, Carlos are still having nightmares about facing Kiefer Moore on the first day of the season. That does us. Thanks very much for joining me today, AVFC Stato. Everyone, please look out for all Stato's great stuff that he puts out on all forms of social media. I enjoy seeing them as ever. Thanks to Adam for producing and thanks to those that have tuned in live. I'll be back tomorrow i think i've said for a proper match preview show no idea who that's with been a busy week not organized at all but watch out for that subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on and you'll know exactly when that video's coming have a good sleep i intend to up the villa up the villa sports social podcast network